And we're back. Here we are. To save the day. Yeah. Musical edition. Yeah. We should... Nope. <laughs> nope? Where we just like Maybe. sing the yeah. whole intro. It, it will never be released. No, we should do it. Mm. Aaron, we no. should thank our Patreon. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I quit, Mr. White. Okay, let's start by thanking our Patreon. Hi. A fake... A fake by faking a Patreon? No, by thanking our Patreons. Yeah, let's thank I still some, have like some weird patrons. congestion-y stuff. Me too. Yeah. So I, we'll just go with if it. If I can't pronounce words, it's because of Woods. that. Words. What's a word? <laughs> words. I love that word. All right. Word. Love that to word. To your Patreons. Okay. Word to your <laughs> pats. All right. Thank you, Cindy, Jeremy, Catherine, Jennifer, Travis, Tyler, Lindsay, Jesse, Sean, Holly Hill, James, Allison, and Brian. Thank Thanks, you. guys. You are And if you, too, want to support the show yes. and get bonus content. So much. An unabridged, unedited mm-hmm. interview with the Easter Bunny Whoa. is available on yep. patreon.com yep. forward slash look what I did. Yeah, go but there's there also now. extended interviews with mm-hmm. uh, previous guests. There's some... Uh, we did a cool thing earlier this year where... Uh, if you were a Patreon member, I <clears throat> haha, drew you a card Yep, and mailed it to you and you got some of my hashtag arting. Arting. <laughs> or hashtag. oops, I arted again. He, to, he did something, yes. Oh, you know something I've been thinking about that we've never yeah. done? What's that? We've never introduced ourselves. I'm Daniel Quinn. Weird. Yeah. Hold on. I'm not going to speak during this part. Say say your name again. Uh, hi, I am Daniel Quinn. I am Aaron Dotson. Yeah, it's nice to meet you, listeners. Yeah, yeah, good to meet you. I just realized we've never done that. It was no, just a long time ago, and it's <laughs> weird because when you're sitting here, it's like I know who you are, you know right. who I am, and we distinctively sound like ourselves. Yep, I think. But yeah, we've never done that. We should no, maybe add that in. Hey, this is Aaron and yeah, Daniel. Yeah, here. I think we've done stuff like that before. Maybe sometimes. Yeah, but not ever. Like it's not a bad habit. Hi, I'm Aaron Dotson. Another thing that sometimes I have to stitch in. But we are part of the Voice, Voice Press, Press Network. Network. Um, so you can find us. <laughs> More sandwich time there. Yeah. <laughs> but you can find us and mm-hmm. other finely curated, independently yes. produced podcasts mm-hmm. at the Voice Press Network. Aaron and I did an event last night, Shindig Music yeah. Meetup. And it's basically, it's a musician-oriented thing, but there's photographers mm-hmm. there and recording yep. studios. Yep. And so we went... And just met a bunch of people. And it, and Tons. it was a ton of fun. And mm-hmm. we're talking about trying to kind of start that community maybe a little for podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met some really cool people that are doing podcasts or looking yes. at starting podcasts. Yes. And we're excited about maybe adding those people into the network. But uh, it, yeah, so go go check that out. Because there are people making content. And that, uh, you know, we have the Adoptive Mom podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at adopting or if you're in a blended family or any of those things, or I mean, just a parent, right? Like there's mm-hmm. a, a good, a good episode to listen to or a good, a good podcast to listen to. And, uh, her most recent season starts now, if she hasn't put out the newest episode, it comes out very soon. Mm-hmm. So she's starting a new season. She's been going for like five years. Wow. A really long time. Um, her husband does a podcast, the go rogue podcast, which is about marketing. Mm-hmm. I've learned a ton of amazing stuff. Um, and then of course there's action Orson Orson all the time, all the time. Such a great show. Um, love it. Yeah. They're, they're one of those shows where like, I aspire to be like you. Like I just want to be like, I just want to put out Mm -hmm. as good a thing as you put out. Um, Well, you listen to it and I forget that I'm listening. I feel like I'm there 
and I'm not saying this to be cheesy, but like I'm usually driving yeah. and I feel like I'm wherever they're recording this in New York. I feel like I'm sitting there laughing with yeah. a bunch of people. But, well, and what I was going to mm-hmm. say is Shindig actually has a podcast and it's on Ooh, the Voice Press Network. Well, um, along with George's Live Majestic Lounge, mm-hmm. does a podcast hosted by Travis Smith. Sweet. And uh, that guy does so much for the music community mm-hmm. and he's really reached out and kind of like, offered a lot of help and advice in the podcast community as well. So um, there's a ton of great shows out there and, and it gives you an opportunity to find some stuff in a mm-hmm. way that doesn't have you scrolling through. I mean, if you're oh. local, some of these shows are local and they'll mm-hmm. just give you information yep. about what's happening in the area, in the state, in the region. But some of the podcasts on here are national podcasts and, uh, and they're entertainment or they're what, whatever the thing is, but there's a little something I think for everybody. So of course the voice press network, well, the voice Mm-hmm. Go there. Yep. Check it out. But today's show. This episode. This guy has been, I think we said at the very beginning, this guy has been on the list since the very, very (laughs) beginning. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. Not too long ago, I went through my phone and kind of looked at all the, like, the original list we wrote, driving to Doug Cotton's house. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, I'd written a list. I was sitting passenger. I wasn't driving for some reason. And, uh... It, we we're just going through, like naming all the people we could think of to talk to because we, mm-hmm. we weren't sure we had a year's worth of content. <laughs> yep. And uh, I mean, as listeners, you've heard the story, but the show just kind of snowballed, and and yes. we we were getting referrals f- like faster than we could book shows, really, honestly. But some people, because of our relationship with them, mm-hmm. we know that we can kind of reach out and like get them in a spot like relatively easily. They're not coming through town or something. And so Kirk had been on the list for a long time Mm -hmm. and, uh, it, it just worked out that we had an available spot and, and we were finally in and, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and he was excited to do the show. We were excited to do the show. It was that awkward first date (laughs) moment though, where it was like, we've talked about it for so long and now it's here. Uh, (laughs) but it's, this is a great episode. And you know, the first half of the episode really does kind of dive into the detail of, of making in-ear monitors, which is mm-hmm. what he does, right? But the last half of this episode really starts to go down the path of what drives you as a creative person, yes. um, what stops you as a creative person, how to work around that. And I, the I actually had already ed- edited this episode in the back, which is rare. Normally, I'm like last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is but, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Sunday night. But, but the back half of this episode, it's all good. If you listen to any portion of this, listen to that back half because it, I think it really touched on something. I felt inspired by that conversation. Um, And I can't thank Kirk enough for having that, that vulnerability with us to talk Mm -hmm. about it. Um, And not that he was struggling with creativity, but I Mm -hmm. think like it, I think it takes, he was very open about like what things have worked and what hasn't worked and yes. you know, what's really gotten him to like keep sticking with the thing because all three of us talked about the fact that we're tinkerers and we kind of mess with, we're excited by the new, you know? And mm-hmm. so what does it take to like really stick with something and really get great at right. a specific right. thing? So definitely, definitely listen to this episode mm-hmm. all the way through. He, I feel like his, and I'm going to use the term energy, is contagious. Yeah. Like charismatic guy, nice guy. Felt like I knew him for a long time. And I think that'll come through. Yeah. You know, in the episode. Oh, it, it absolutely does. Yes. I mean, just super warm and friendly. And, mm-hmm. and most of our guests have been. Um, but he's just a really, he, he's a down to earth, mm-hmm. do it yourself. He's just curious. 
It, yep. He's just curious, and it's so cool, and it's so it just sparks you and inspires yep. you. A lot this, of stuff I identified with. That this episode's about. great, man. Yep. It really is great. It was so fun. Um, if you're a musician, if you apparently, if you're an outdoorsman who doesn't want sound emanating out through things, his in-ear monitors are works of art. Mm-hmm. TL ears. There'll be links in the show notes. But they're works of art, but they're also highly functional. They block out a lot of external noise. It's very clean sound. Mm-hmm. Um, he can basically do, you know, whatever the frequencies need to be to get the ideal sound that you're looking for. And as a musician, sometimes these ear in ear monitors are extremely expensive, and mm-hmm. Kirks are really reasonable. Um, definitely, I think within reach of of uh, I would say a pretty average musician. You know, yeah. so I would definitely check it out, but. With that, enjoy. That's going to be weird. <laughs> I've spent so long thinking about it, the reality is awkward. What? Kirk's been what? on the list like since like we were mm-hmm. talking about this. He's like, we've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah. And it's been... like I talked to him before the show actually existed. I was like, we could yeah. have you on. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, Daniel <laughs> brought it up, crazy. and I was like, well, yeah, when are we going to have him on? And it just yep. took a year, yeah, a year <laughs> plus. <laughs> that sounds about right. So let's start yeah. with who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. Howdy, my name is Kirk Robinson, and I make uh, custom in-ear monitors. Sweet. Yeah. Explain what that is, because I don't think everyone so, knows. Yeah, because everybody's like, "Who are you interviewing tonight?" It's like he makes in-ear monitors. I just yeah, got dead what's stare. A, what's yeah. an like, some people get it, some people don't. Yeah, it's like a yeah. hall monitor, oh, I get that. but in your ear. <laughs> the whole. I know. Yeah, yeah, and there's and there's you know there is a big. Uh, this show isn't TV fourteen. <laughs> a big confusion on on a earphone and an in-ear monitor, and they're mm-hmm. really pretty interchangeable, honestly. So. So an uh, in-ear... I think if you tell that to a rock star... Well, yeah, you're, you're right. That's, that's, that's very true. But yeah, for the, for, the, for the sake of, you know... The functionality is basically the yeah, same? Basically. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I'm telling people, I was like, yeah, I make, I make you know, headphones. And they're like, oh, yeah? And then, oh, yeah, they're custom in-ear monitors. So yeah, basically, studio... Or, you know, um, you know the the whole the whole deal with a monitor is to reproduce reproduce sound the way it was intended. You know, so like you know back in the day you'd have concerts and you know you've got all your speakers heading heading to the front. You know, heading to the the audience, and then you've got these you know wedges basically the monitors, and their their sole job is to send you know reproduce the music that the guys are making back at you know back at the band. So I think it was. I think it was in like um, maybe the ni- maybe the late eighties, early nineties when I believe it was Jerry Harvey who came up with the idea, and he was the he was the um, he was the you know the sound guy for Van Halen, basically. Right. And and they were like you know the, all all these guys you know they're they're jamming out you know, amphitheaters and blowing their eardrums out. So he's like, what if we could make something, you know, that I could run around stage, have it in my ear and didn't fall out, you know, and basically get rid of the wedges up front on the stage. So because the, the wedge on front is giving you your mix, right? Like whenever yeah. you go see a band, yeah. like more mm-hmm. drums in this one yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you run around the stage to somebody else's monitor, then you get your instrument and right, lose right. the guitar or whatever, right? So, yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, so, you know, like big bands have, or, you know, 
big shows, they have their own um, monitor mixing engineer, right? Just for the band, and they've got you know they've got guys that that do the sound for the front of the house. Gotcha. Um. So anyway, he designs these these essentially you know headphones that were they were custom molded for the for each of the band members, and they're like, oh holy cow, this is this is fantastic. You know, I've got. You know, I've got it. I've got it right here, and you know they don't move. So yeah, it's basically a custom molded, you know, earpiece that is. Um, you know, the idea with them is that they they seal up really tight. They don't let any ambient you know noise in unless you want it to, because they they completely seal out everything around you. Um, so it's they, also uh, hearing protection too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. That's a main thing. So, but you know, also they, you know, they don't fall out like like a normal headphone, could, you know, could especially you're hot, you know, jumping around stage, you're hot and sweaty, and they, um, um, so yeah, they just seal up really nice. They're they're they, you know, a lot of headphone manufacturers will make will make a a headset to sound real pleasing, you know, or they're, they're looking for. A lot of times now, it's a lot of bass, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind right. of, the, that's what a lot of, you know, younger audiences, you know, want. Beats by Dre it has yeah, an algorithm exactly. to make it sound say, more bassy. Yeah. No, but yep. it does have an algorithm oh, to make it more bassy. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So the idea um, with, uh, mo- you know, a lot of in-ear monitors are, have, are a lot of times pretty flat, you know, they, they're, because again, the whole idea is to get a, you know, reproduce a... Uh, you know, a, a sound that is, that's, a, you know, reproducing the sound like the... As audio, accurately as possible. As accurately as yeah. possible. It's exactly. like studio headphones at that point where you have the least yeah. amount of color yeah. of the sound as possible. Because, yeah. It's like an iPhone where it colors the photo to make it more saturated with color than it really, oh, yeah. really is, yeah. right? Like everything's right. slightly <laughs> colored to make reality seem a little bit exactly more vivid, more yeah. what you think more vivid mm-hmm. more what you think it should right. be yeah so what what got you i met you a couple years ago and you weren't making any of your monitors at the time because we would just kind of stand around and talk about like different yeah. random project stuff yeah right and yeah, it was absolutely. just all over the place and oh, like totally. oh, i'm 3d printing and i'm yeah, doing right? whatever yeah but you as i remember it you had kind of discovered uv reactive plastic or something like kind of yeah a, yeah and yeah. i feel like maybe that was the path that gets you there here. that was that was yeah that was part of it so you know i've i've i, I played drums and i've been you know i've been playing music for you know i don't know quite a while we could start a band with all of our guests <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome doable yeah. Except we can't be in it, but we'll get right. we'll, oh, all the guests can be oh. in the band. <laughs> we can show up. <laughs> Tiny desk. Concert. We'll be the monitor sound Tiny guys. Table. Tiny yeah. table. Oh my god! There's something there. Yeah. Tiny table concerts. Yeah. On the table. Just only a slightly rip, a slight rip off. I played a show that happened on <laughs> a slight a area less than this table, probably almost. It was like drums, and I literally sat on a banister of the deck. <laughs> wow, it was tight. Impre- that's impressive. It was super small. It was tight. Yeah. Tight. So you're and saying it was really musically, good? it probably wasn't <laughs> very tight, but the space was super tight. We made there up for go. it one way or the other. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so anyway, you get uh, you played drums for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and so I've I've wanted some of these for quite a while. You know, they're 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 pretty expensive. You know, they're they're you know five hundred to two thousand dollars. Oh wow. Like that. Um, so I've I've always kind of wanted some. Never, you know. Uh, just never really pulled the trigger and then kind of started 
you know, you know, the internet, you can find anything and started looking up, you know, I'm always looking up for things to DIY, you know, and right. So I stumbled upon, um, I think it's headfi, headfi.com. And there's a, there's a, a thread there that's been going on for I don't know, six years or something like that. But Anyway, just started researching what it would take, and a few. And at that point, when I started doing this about two years ago, there was only a handful of guys. I mean, it had really. I think it was. Well, anyway, it was about two years ago, and the thread was it was pretty young. There was only a few guys on there doing it at the time, and a few guys had. And there was one instructable of this guy that had had made a custom in ear from scratch. And uh, I was like, oh, I can do that, you know, <laughs> easy. Um, turns out not so much, <laughs> but I, um, but I was I was committed, and so um, one of my kids' toys was this little pin, and I think that's that's what we, that's what you were talking about. It was like this um, this plastic. Uh, you know, this UV plastic with a, with a little UV light. And um, anyway, I, I thought it was the coolest thing. And I started kind of playing around with it. And because um, it comes out like a like a yeah. silicon kind of like a glue, yeah, it's right? Like and the then consistency you... of, um, yeah, yeah, of, of like, well, it's like thicker than Elmer's glue, but like hot you know, glue maybe kind of. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And then when you hit it with UV, it hit it with UV like and, it, and it, it cures instantly. Rock hard. That's amazing. It's really cool, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my neighbor Jen who gave that to me. But um, <laughs> so so anyway, playing with that, and then um, I also took a few of my um, you know just just universal earphones at the time and started. You know, I, I was a c- complete guinea pig and really lucky that I didn't damage my hearing or anything from jamming stuff into my ears. <laughs> but, if your mom could uh, see you, she'd be like, don't uh, do that. Oh, I'm man. drawing the inside of Stop my it. ear with this pencil. Dude, you better not no be a Lego. Yeah. Perfect reproduction. Yeah, if, if, uh, it's, uh, yeah it's, it's scary to think. But, but anyway, so I, so I started off by uh, getting my hands on this uh, silicone and it's it's basically the stuff you can make. You can actually get this, you know, online and and this this putty that that uh, the two part putty that that they use to make like custom um, uh, earplugs for swimming or for gotcha. shooting or anything like that. So when I started playing with that stuff and making you know silicone molds in my ear, which is really the first step of getting of making a custom in ear monitor, is getting a, a silicone impression of of your ear. So I started doing that, and then I started um, making you know just like a custom tip for my universal earphones. Oh, okay. You know, so mm-hmm. so basically it wasn't a fully customized shell, but it was just. You know, it was, I was taking my little earphones and putting a, you know, a little customized sleeve almost on it. Right. So, um, and then from there, I, then I really, st- well, how, you know, how we, how do I take this to the next level and really go for, you know, the real thing, the, so, so then I started, um, you know, figuring out how to make the acrylic shells, which is a, a, a big part of it. And then, and then from there, the electronics, which is a whole a whole nother, you know, a whole nother ball game. Um, Cause is there a little motherboard in there? There has to be something uh, there. Yeah. You can either use a, a tiny, um, tiny breadboard or 
a lot of times it's it it just consists of a res, you know a capacitor and a resistor or one of you know one or two so a lot of times you don't really need a, a board okay so you can you're just soldering little capacitors to the actual drivers gotcha drivers being speakers essentially right. you know most most headphones use a little um a dynamic you know round looks like a little miniature woofer basically um most almost exclusively uh custom in-ear monitor makers um use what's called uh, uh balanced armatures which are little silver boxes and they're made for the um for the hearing aid industry and they're um they're very very efficient you know they they take very little energy and then there's there's thousands of them that that work to do a certain frequency so um and then they're again they're completely enclosed and they're they're uh, they just they work really good for the for reproducing sound i guess and they're very again the main thing is they're efficient they're very small um and you can mix and match those to hit different frequencies you know so so you've got your you know a lot of custom inner monitors are using two to gosh two to ten balanced armatures to hit all kinds of different frequencies and that's kind of the name of the game now is is how many how many drivers can they cram into an earpiece and a lot i think a lot of that is is kind of is marketing the numbers on the box more yeah exactly this has this has 12 drivers you know which is (laughs) which is crazy really i mean you know the human ear can pick up this frequency to this frequency and you don't need 12 drivers to do that right but. sort of like i feel the resolution on my tv is better than my eyesight i can't tell yeah. anymore how close can you get and whose glasses are you wearing yeah. exactly that doesn't look yeah. like real life at all <laughs> <laughs> mine's blurry <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the original set is just because you want a pair and you feel like you can make it cheaper than buy it which pretty yeah history yeah, is any much. indicator ends up not being true absolutely <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So after five thousand dollars, you got a pair of it, <laughs> right? But the second pair was really cheap. Yeah, right. Yeah, right? I think yeah. That's no, the second pair was like twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, that, that's so true, man. Um, it, 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 it really was. It was. Uh, it, it's, it's, and this happens. Feels like this happens to me all the time. Oh, I can make this for less, and then. You, you find yourself this far into it, and you're like, you spent way more, but you can't stop now. You know, I've already invested <laughs> all this. So yep. you just keep going. I can't prove someone right. <laughs> the lie to yourself that's easy <laughs> exactly. to tell is that because it's incremental expense. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I can probably do it. Oh, yeah. I need this tool. Yeah. Oh, I need this Oops. thing. Oh, exactly. I broke it. Exactly. <laughs> Start over. Like a layaway or something. <laughs> just grabbing one thing at a time. Yeah. I oftentimes find myself in that, like, oh, I can build that. Um, well, this first one wasn't cheaper, but when we redo it later, because it also wasn't perfect, it'll right. be way cheaper the second <laughs> yeah. time. And this, like you said, fifth or sixth one. Yeah. 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 But then you enjoyed it enough. Cause I mean, this is something you do at this point. Like you sell yeah. them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it, you know, after I'd say after a year or so of finally getting competent in order to make a, you know, a, a set that I would consider professional grade and, you know, something that was i was i was proud of um you know i think it it happens like most 
small businesses happen, you know, people start hitting you up and you, you know, you start making them for buddies and mm -hmm. they tell their buddies it's, it's been hundred percent word of mouth. Um, awesome. um, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have, uh, I, I'm still toying playing around with websites and, and working on that, but it's completely, um, word of mouth and, and different bands and, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's really how it's, how it's gone down so far. And it's, and it's been really cool. You know, it's, it's allowed me to, to listen to a lot of music that I wouldn't, you know, to get introduced to a lot of artists and people that I wouldn't have come in contact with. And, but yeah, so yeah, it's been, it's been really cool to see, to see that, um, to see how organic and, and, Everyone, how everyone is, how all these, how especially how musicians are so connected. You know, I mean, they, mm -hmm. it's um, especially here. So you, you wire, you do all the everything then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm a one man shop at this point. Um, so yeah, I mean, as far as like the process. Um, so you, again, you start off with the silicone ear impression. Right. Um, so someone can either, I can either take that, um, or you can go to an audiologist and it's really a matter of them. They put a little cotton ball in your ear to keep the silicone from going too deep. They fill your ear full of this goop. It feels crazy. Like you're underwater or something. <laughs> um, like, and you feel like they're about to stab your brain, but, uh, so yeah, you get this, you get the silicone. <laughs> it's, it's wild, man. It's crazy. Uh, so you get the silicone impression from there. I, um, I make a, a clear, like negative, um, using like a, like a gelatin almost. Um, and then I fill it full of UV, this UV acrylic and I've mm -hmm. got a, this UV oven. I put it in there. I put the UV acrylic in there, hit it with UV light, um, uh, spins around and, um, you pour out the excess, hit it again. And now you've got a, a, a replica of your ear, basically an acrylic mm -hmm. re replica. The positive part of the negative. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, um, and from there, you you saw you you figure out what the customer is looking for as far as sound goes. Mm -hmm. um, you select the appropriate drivers for that. You solder everything up. You put a faceplate on it and a cable, and you're good. And that's it. Yeah, you make it sound so that's simple. That's <laughs> right. That's also not how it started. I don't feel like you had an oven originally. That, oh, like, no. Uh -huh. Which I didn't understand. Yeah, right. You oven, like, like, well, uh, and, and that's been the, the trickiest part has been trying to find the, because, you know, they, the, the industry is not set up for guys like me. You know, right. it's set up for labs that have, you know, it's, that's been a really tricky part is to find, to find, you know, less than a hundred pieces of this and less than mm. a, a gallon of this. And so it's just been, yeah, that's been probably one of the more challenging things, just, you know, getting the supplies I need and, um, for a, for a really small business like myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And something that, yeah, that's cause originally at one point you were sourcing parts over, like when you were just toying with the concept, right? Oh, like yeah. you just source parts from like overseas, whatever, and then oh, kind of totally. play with it yeah. and get that together. A lot of times that's, you know, still the case because these are, these are kind of obscure things I'm ordering that, right. that, that aren't, aren't, aren't terribly easy to, to find. But, um, but, as, and that's another kind of cool thing too, is just been, you know, getting these relationships with some of these, um, some of these manufacturers and distributors. So it's, it's getting easier, but it's still, you know, it's it's still 
tricky hunting down some of this stuff. So you strike me as a tinkerer based on our <laughs> conversations, right? Like, yeah, like absolutely. I think all three of us probably are kind of, oh, that looks cool, or I'm going to learn how to do that thing. Yeah. And it, for me, historically, it's kind of, once I made that first set that sort of worked, I wouldn't even worry about getting perfect. I'd be like, eh, it got sound <laughs> right. through it. And then I'd yeah. probably be on to the next thing. But I'm generally pretty quick to the next, okay, well, I kind of know how this works, and that's, I just wanted to know. You know, right. like, and then I'm, right. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking too when I was yeah, like, when I was starting. But it. something about this, what do you think caused you to stay in the space longer? Mm. <laughs> I think I, I think because it's it's um, there's so many there's so many different you know there's the creative aspect of mm. making something you know pretty and shiny and um, so there's there's that you can customize these things to however, however you want. And, and, and then there's the, and then there's the musical side of things where, you know, I'm constantly trying to, to find the perfect, the perfect sound or, you know, just so between those, between those two, between the art side of it. And these really are, I mean, they, they are, in my opinion, you know, they're, they're, they're borderline art, you know, right. Uh, and they look super cool. I think so. I, yeah. I think so. But again, it, it, they, the idea is functionality. But it is it is fun to personalize it and make it you know make it your own. And then, but then too is just you know always kind of, kind of wanting to better yourself and and make a make it as good as you can. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know because like you, I was like I, I really just wanted to see if I can do it. I, I was going to say we're table full guys that are generally not that concerned <laughs> yeah. with bettering ourselves, like <laughs> right. like getting better at that thing, right? Like. Yeah. Well, we want to be better people. Ouch. That too, yeah. But yeah. once I figured out how to do something, I'm not that worried about perfecting that thing. Oh. Like, I, I, I turn out of it pretty quick. I'm like, oh, I got a backpack down to eight pounds. Good enough. Like, I don't need to, like, I don't need to yeah. do that camping trip more than once. It was really cold. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think there's... I. Like, I always wonder what the thing that will catch my attention long enough to really... Because then there becomes something obsessive about it. In a, sure. Not in a bad way, but yeah. just that kind of, like, that you do want to get better at it. And that... And I think as a creator or creators listening, like, you feel creative, but you haven't quite found that thing that you feel drawn to enough to keep sticking with it. And that's where I think you see people kind of want... Like, oh, I guess I'm just not creative. Right, yeah, because yeah. they've tried writing a book, or they tried writing a song, or they tried building a picture frame, or whatever the thing was. But eventually, they just kind of feel like they're not because they didn't stick with that thing and get better at sure. it and get to that level. They just feel like, well, maybe I'm not creative. But I think the real thing is maybe you just haven't found the thing that you're excited about. Yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah, I you know I have that worry that uh, that I'm I'm just going to kind of lose the passion for it. You know, you you hear about that. You know, small business owners starting something that just because they were passionate about it. And then a few years in they're you know, they're, they're miserable and, and there's just lost the joy. But you know, so far I feel like I've, I still, I, I still get a big kick out of, out of making them. And, and, um, again, I think the, the idea of, of, of constantly there, I don't think, the industries, you know, the this segment, I think of of the 
audio industry is still, I think still pretty young. You know, there's, there's, there's all kinds of, um, of new innovations popping up all the time within custom in-ear monitors. So it's, I think it's a, and, and more and more people are, I think are, 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 are becoming aware of them too, you know, cause, um, I'm seeing them places I wouldn't have seen them 20 years ago for sure. Sure, sure. Like the cost has to have come down some or something. Oh, oh for, yeah, it, yeah. They they have, and and I think now with the advent of 3D printing, that's that's taken manufacturing down a lot too. So that's and that's kind of what I'm hoping to get into here at some point. You lose a little bit of the creative process when you start using 3D printing. You can't right. use all the different, you know, multicolors and things like that. But are you going to do resin printing? Yeah, for that? yeah, okay, yeah. SLA. I would feel like you would have to. to yeah, um, uh, one of the newer things uh, is they're instead of the the goop going in your ear, they you know they have a a three D scanning mm-hmm. gun that goes that goes straight into your ear canal and you know maps take, maps out your uh-huh. you know like the surface of the moon or something. That's awesome, it's crazy. So yeah, you don't. So now you know as opposed to so now you know you get your. You know, you can go get your ear scanned, and then they they email it off to whoever, and you don't have to put anything in the mail. It's it's pretty wild. It's so. crazy how much of an industry this is, <clears throat> right? Have you found that your taste? You said something about listening to all sorts of different music now than you did. Yeah. Have you found your taste sort of shift a little bit too, or I, I don't you know? I've like always I've always been or? really eclectic as far as the music mm-hmm. goes. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think so, and. And again, once you put on a a, a a really good quality, even if it's fair, you know, over the ear headphones or or good uh, in ear monitors, it's you know it, it is a it is a different experience, and I think you 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 get a lot more appreciation for, for I think any music. So mm-hmm. I think it does. It kind of opens up. At least for me, it's opened up a lot of new music that I probably wouldn't have listened to. I think it's funny when people go from an algorithmically driven headphone driver to a dry headphone and how they'll feel like the music is actually wrong because it doesn't have that bass or it doesn't oh, have, yeah. you know, yeah. like, like when you get a really clean, true sound and right. um, that, yeah. that's always an interesting experience because yep. everything has, it, to your point, mostly bass. Sure. Kind of pushed up a little bit. Well, that's what I felt the opposite when I put on a pair of uh, like the Beats. I was like, this this is crap. Yeah. I mean, no offense to anyone, but I was just like, mm. yeah. it feels it like there's a motor in there for, vibrating. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yep. like to me, like to have a, a full sound across the board, you know what I mean? Sure. Kind of a thing where you've got some good lows, mids, and highs. Yeah. And it was like those were all like, no matter what I was playing through. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And Based on well takes room. Right, mm-hmm. like, like mm-hmm. you have to be in a room and let that wave pattern actually stretch out enough to get the low end bass mixed in with all the. Oh, that's yeah. when you'll hear it, yeah, really well. And I think we try to kind of make that happen. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, I I like, and I wanted a, a good full sound too. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of I have made you know I have made earphones that that were pretty flat, but I think I, I like I like to have you know. A, I think Sweeten a good, it a little. Yeah, add exactly. a little blue. Yeah, yeah, you know, a little, little sprinkle, on, a little <laughs> sprinkle on the high end, a little bit of yeah, right, but a little salt bay. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
I mean, so, yeah, I we'll mean, color this in editing, actually. We, we sound much yeah. better after compression God, and a little tone so. control. Yeah, we, don't, and, we don't look better, though. Yeah, I haven't figured that out in GarageBand. <laughs> Garage photo. <laughs> Jeez. I hope that never comes out. Yeah, or sure. I do. iPhoto yeah. is basically, mm-hmm. iPhoto, right? Yeah, kind of. Garage. Now, you know you've played drums for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, you know, I'm 42. I've been, I guess I started playing on 16 17 it's and really the only instrument bands around the area yeah i've played in a few bands around here you know kind of through college nothing like that had really this conversation at one point oh i'm sure i'm sure we have um yeah you know just small bands here and there we've played i've played a little bit on dixon and now i play you know i play for my church and i play a few gigs on the side here but i've got kids and you know, yeah, it's, it's uh, uh nope. the old the old uh, excuse. You know, I've got kids. You know, I can't play music anymore. <laughs> well, you still play more than a lot of people, though. So that's yeah, good. Right. Yep. <laughs> Who did right. you play with in college or during that time? I played. <laughs> I played in a band called Shady Groove, which we did. That name sounds so bluegrass, reggae, kind of jam bandy stuff, I guess you could say. Um, This must have been early 2000s when that movement was coming through Fayetteville. (laughs) Yes, it was. And then it screamed out of town. Um, And, you know, then just... Just kind of played around. Yeah, just kind of messed around, really. Gotcha. Ish... Call me Ishmael. I've used that one before. Yeah, th- mm. but there will be new listeners, and <laughs> you're be really like, oh, ishing that for that creative. one, weren't you? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that was new. <laughs> new. What was my double dad joke earlier today? Ah, uh, I forgot. It's finish. Something was finish. But oh uh, well, you'll hear it. Oh, finish in the uh, post. Yeah, in the, <laughs> yeah, talking about woodworking. <laughs> finish. Uh, <laughs> it dumb. Yep. Um, I say we replug Homegrown Festival, Homegrown. September twenty eighth. You can mm-hmm. check us out there. Heather will be there with her art, which yep. is, and she the other day showed us she can make these stickers. Stickers, now. Bird so you and can kind of like pick the mm-hmm. art that you want, and then have her make a sticker for you, like yep. on the spot. On I don't know it. if she'll have that available at Homegrown. Maybe she could take orders. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's cool either way. Yep. Um, definitely check her out. Support her. She does everything she does for us mm-hmm. for free. She's yep. just here helping. I mean, we do it for free too. But <laughs> the but it's opposite. A great, it's yeah. a, I mean, she's Negative. an artist out there. Mm-hmm. You know, taking her shot at that, and mm-hmm. this is a great way to show support for her. Oh, yeah. So at Burden Blade, yeah, on Instagram, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and thanks to Homegrown for oh. like getting her in the show, and mm-hmm. uh, and and there's just other amazing artists. Jessica and Abby, thank but, you. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And yeah. thanks for reaching out. They were very well, kind, heck of gracious yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, we went and toured downtown. We talked about it a little bit earlier, but it was like. Felt like we they knew them the whole dinner. time. Yep. We hung out and talked about Asylum Springs. Yep. It was like a wonderful evening. It and was I'm good. really looking forward to hanging. It, mm-hmm. it, you need to go to Asylum Springs downtown if you haven't been there oh, recently. Yeah. It, New library. I was shocked. Plenty that of park things. with the amphitheater. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, it, it is so cool. And there's so yeah. much happening. They're so yep. passionate about making that place like a hub of activity and energy mm-hmm. and it's so obvious and it's like a big city downtown mm-hmm. just kind of like scaled down yep. to fit the size of Siloam mm-hmm. with like the quality and uh, I think variety of There's a, of locations yes. that you would expect to see in maybe like a Chicago block yep. or something. Well, the variety right? is like, I think the best word for that because yeah. there's like there, we went inside a little grocery store 
There's ice cream shop, food truck, tap room, the park, the library, everything. Like we walked to all of those. Yeah. It was all close by. It was like slightly shorter buildings, but like walking around a block of Chicago, which is my favorite walk around city in the country. Mm -hmm. But you get that kind of variety of like, oh, that's a cool shop. That's a cool shop. That's a cool shop. That's Mm -hmm. a beautiful park with a nice, you know, like sculpture, piece of art in it or whatever. And um, yeah, it just, I'm super excited about going and hanging out with them. Yeah. It's going to be fun. There's going to be music there, food, food trucks, Mm. artists. I like food and art. Yeah. Food trucks. I like food. Hanging out. Lots of food. Good stuff. Anyway, hey, if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash look what I did. Mm-hmm. As little as a dollar a month. A buck. It's, it's extra content to you guys. We have some cool stuff kind of planned coming up that we need to get working on. Um, again, it's a gift to every Patreon that we have. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a really, really helpful way to support the show. And the other thing is tell somebody. Yes. It is. It takes two seconds out of your day, and it makes a huge difference. We we had an interview not too long ago where we were talking to somebody about the power of word of mouth, oh, and yeah. nothing means more to your friends than what you say when you endorse something. Mm-hmm. So if you'll take that time for us today, we deeply appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It makes a big difference for the local things in your community to support them that way, and it's free to you. Big time. Yeah. Big time. And it makes all the world... like it's a. Huge world of difference to us. It's a, it's a, it is a big thing. We we appreciate it. It really helps propel the show forward because mm-hmm. we've got a lot of stuff to do. But with this these things, you know, the Patreon patrons that are helping, it just ensures that we can continue to bring this. I think like great content to people, a varied mm-hmm. variety of content, a varied variety, right. I'm, I'm doubling Very down. Variety of vernaculars. Right. I'm very We're said on the. Thanks, V. Yeah, <laughs> the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plains. I was thinking. Yep. No. Yeah. Well, uh, I was going anyway, with let's yep. get back Thank to you. this Kirk one. Yep. We're get about to it. get into that part of the episode where we really dive into like mm-hmm. kind of the creative mind and the things that can be a stumbling block or the thing that can push you into finishing. Yeah, it's what drives you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he sent me a text earlier today uh, that he got his board working. Oh, I'll sweet. have to show it to you well, after we do and this. And you'll have to listen to the episode, everyone else, to, to find know out what, what he's talking about. about. Yep. yep, but it's cool. Oh. All right. We'll share it. So as a, as a tinkerer, I think that's fair to say, uh, how if, if people are thinking about, like, oh, I want to mess with... Because you're talking about almost deconstructing something in a way to figure out how it works, right? And then build it back together. Like back in the day... I would take a VCR apart and like totally. see how right like how oh, all those yeah. pieces worked, but I feel like a lot of the electronics now don't allow for like I can't pull an iPhone apart very easily. Yeah, right. Sure. It's a pretty complex thing. What would be your avenue? Like if your kids were like, "Hey, I really want to start learning how circuit boards work and wiring works, like that kind of stuff." Yeah, what would be the avenue that you would take your kids down to get them into that? Oh man. You know, I, I obviously, I mean, I think there's a lot of, there's a good, a lot of good STEM programs now that I think are, I do a really good job of, of so you just drop them off at a building. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, like anything else. I'm Here's the good. nerdies camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, so I, I encourage my kids to tear everything apart. Honestly. I mean, <laughs> we, I think it drives my wife crazy. My garage is filled <laughs> with, yeah. with half, uh, parted out, you know, old yeah. computers and, um, but no, I, th- I don't know. I don't know where I've, I've thought about this, you know, where, where that comes from. Cause I really have, I've my whole life I've taken things apart and, 
and just to put them back together again. And a lot of times when I put them back together again, they didn't function <laughs> like they did. Or I couldn't find that screw yeah, that went oh, in the totally. spot. Yeah. Well, it's broken car. now. Yeah, right? <laughs> so might as well finish the job. Yeah. It's, I mean, because I feel like, like when I was little, they had the kits where you could, well, they weren't little, but they were pretty big kits and they had springs. And you could run a wire from one spring to the next spring. You can make oh, like yeah. a lie yeah. detector or radio mm. or a flashlight. Like, do you guys? Yeah. I've, I've actually, seen them. Never got to use one. And I feel like there's I not, I think sometimes like Barnes and Noble will have something similar kind of yeah. esque, but I feel like the modern version of that almost is like a raspberry Pi, right? Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which I haven't really played that with. I haven't played much with that. I, I really, I, I, I've been kind of following. So right now my, uh, a new project I'm working on is a, um, electric, electric skateboard. What? Yeah, a boosted board, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I'll show you pics here. here yeah. So like, hand control. Yeah, all the. Yeah. It's they're pretty. They're pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I mean, and there's little mo- electric motors yep. that are driving the rear wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The hub, hub motors, super dangerous um, and oh, awesome. Totally, totally. <laughs> right? totally. I'm all for what's about to happen. Yeah. And it's it's literally the exact same thing. I I I got to, I rode one, and I, so I was like, well, I obviously, I have to have one of these now. Other, how much I can make with that? I can yep. figure that out. We need to figure out how to take you on a test drive for a Tesla and yeah, then just right. have you suck every year. Like, yep. So apparently, there got is 4, a guy. batteries. Yep. There is a guy that started a Tesla, you know, a Tesla mm-hmm. garage, and apparently Tesla's really upset about this because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're like. He was on the uh, Truckla video with the girl, it's the guy Simone like Gertz, out of it's, uh, whatever. Rob or Michael. Oh man, I've watched his videos. He's the guy that finds wrecked ones and then like yep. builds them yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And okay. again, it came out of, out of necessity. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, he bought, he, I think he got one at an auction mm-hmm. and talked to Tesla, and it's going to be, you know, this much to, to fix <laughs> 40,000 well, more yeah, than yeah, exactly, cost exactly. Car to Oh, fix maybe it. this wasn't he's, such a good yeah, investment. Yeah. He's found a lot of, like the workarounds. If you watch his videos, like you're saying, I yeah. mean, it is, it's amazing the it things is. he's like pulled out. And also, it's not, you know, He's not doing it for like free, but right, he's right. been able to give other people things and build some very custom cards. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. out of scraps, basically. You know, maybe that's the conversation is like when when the opportunity to do something comes up, don't be afraid to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? like, yeah. Don't be afraid to yep. to. You, know, you might you might break a few eggs in the kitchen. But, yeah, uh, and if yep. you start with something that's broken or doesn't exist, you can't that's technically the, yeah. make it worse, right? Yep. Like, I mean, yeah, if I you're mean, thrift stores, you know, find mm-hmm. something that you know. And I think that's that's I think it's a great thing to you know that that we need to be teaching our kids too is that you know don't be afraid to try something. You know, yep. I mean, if if um, build a skyscraper, I mean, how someone had to? Yeah, well, I think out. there's do that first. That element of disposable <laughs> culture that we have a little bit, yep. right? Like, oh, totally, yeah. Somewhat. I mean, our parents griped about it. Well, they don't build it like they used to. Yeah. Which sometimes that's actually for the better. It's better mm-hmm. to have yeah. the new super energy efficient. You sure. know, I like the fact my TV weighs twenty pounds and not oh, nine hundred pounds or yeah. whatever. The, but and the old TVs, I think, were scary to work on if you didn't know them as well, right? Like, sure. there, there is a learning yeah. curve to getting the Tesla in in a position where you can tear it apart and start to build it. But I think that kind of, I feel like the handyman mentality of the seventies and eighties isn't as existent, right? Like crafts, 
craftsmanship has been elevated and really is this kind of like, oh, you're sure. a woodworker or you do this, yeah. you make candles, you make jewelry, like um, that very specific thing. But I think that idea of just like, I'm going to try to fix my toilet because it doesn't flush right now. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I don't know how many people would know how to fix if just the flushing handle just didn't work. <laughs> I know you know, Me. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I think that's a real yeah. thing. I think like yep. that idea of like, like how to patch a small hole in sheetrock. Like that's a doable thing with materials that cost you seven dollars or six dollars oh, totally. at yeah. Lowe's, but you just wouldn't even know where to start necessarily. But mm -hmm. YouTube has all the tutorials. There you go, and you yeah, within some parameters, can't make it much worse. Almost everything's fixable, is my opinion. Almost, <laughs> yeah. Like I think there's very few things that you can't somehow repair. There, you, there's going to be a video. There's going to be a YouTube yep. video on how to fix whatever it is you, you're. I've you're diagnosed a, a problem with my vehicle based on a, a video on YouTube, and oh, totally. it was 100 percent right. Yeah. It's just being able to type it in the right way, but also, you know, I fixed my air conditioner that mm -hmm. way. Yep. Ooh, I, that go. that is, and the thing is, like, the more you, so the capacitor on my air conditioner went out. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I just typed in what was happening, basically. I just typed, like, a paragraph into Google. I was like, all of this. Yeah. And it came <laughs> back, and I read the thing, mess. and I was like, well, that seems about right. And I went out and looked at <laughs> I, I diagnosed it the way they said to diagnose it, and it looked like it was popped up, kind of like a cocaine that gets hot or whatever, you know. The part was $19 at <laughs> lock supply and three screws, and I replaced it. And then yep. a friend of mine I was talking to, I was like, I fixed my air conditioner. I'm an HVAC guy now. <laughs> and he was like... You did? Yeah. What was wrong? And told him exactly the problem. He's like, yeah, I just paid $400 for that yesterday. Um, like, you know, but it yeah, was just not yeah. being afraid to try. Yep. Because I figured I couldn't make it too much work. And the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with how things are constructed exactly. and built. You know how far, how deep to, and I think I, I kind of, well, I might regret. I feel like I, I know when to when to say when, and you know, throw my hands up and say, "Okay, I got I gotta call someone." Yeah. Um, however, now that I, now that after I, that came out of my mouth, and I'm like, "No, I don't." I, I'll <laughs> well, keep, maybe I will, you I'll know like, when to walk away and come back. Ooh, That's yeah. The other part, is I've like, had to learn possibly. that. Saying, "Hey, I'm gonna take a breather." Here I break yeah, more stuff out of getting frustrated and impatient than I do oh, out of so funny, just. It's not. Sometimes it's the wrong tool. Nine times sure. out of ten, if something's going wrong, it's because I'm starting to get frustrated and impatient, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I've had to learn to just walk away sometimes and just like, I'm going to come back to this tomorrow <laughs> yeah. because that cut wasn't exactly right. Now I have this gap yep. and I don't want to mm -hmm. deal with, I'm also, I'm just an impatient person. So yeah, it's hard for me to sit and do the same repetitive task over and over, redo a thing because I broke the thing mm -hmm. three times trying like I would have never gotten to an in-ear monitor ever. <laughs> There's no way. You would have headphones that I colored an ear on the outside. <laughs> like, like, I guess that's it. I, I should have brought it. I have I have this bucket that I keep on my uh on, you know in my lab or right on my work on my on my bench top of of all of the uh, shells and all of the all of the basically the failures. And it's it, it it keeps you know grows by the day, but it's 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 a good like you know, say two or three gallon bucket of That's <laughs> each crazy. and each one of those ear pieces represents you know hours and hours of, of work and it, it is deep yeah that's so rough. it kind of keeps it, it keeps you know keeps perspective mm -hmm. of uh well as long as it doesn't outweigh <clears throat> the ones you don't have to look at right you know that's the <laughs> yeah. other part yeah mm -hmm. 
yeah, that's no, no one sees. I mean, that's a great way to also keep track of the work because everyone just sees the finished product. They're not totally. seeing, oh, yeah. you know, we've talked about like getting the reps in and doing all these things. You're not going to pump one out the first time. That's perfect. Yeah. You know? So I think that's also something that, you know, a lot of people need you to have just like, like a ratio meter. <laughs> right. This one set <laughs> right. took 30 broken ones. Yep. Now I'm down to 20 <laughs> broken ones. Right. But I mean, a lot of people don't see that. So they don't understand totally. So, you oh, know, yeah. they look at it and they go, well, that's dumb. That's also a way that people get uninspired to do things is the oh, failure yeah. part. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's also a good reminder to yourself, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah, it's, it's weird. It, it I see that bucket and it depresses me, but then again, it, it, it inspires me too. You know, it's like, didn't throw one in there today. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I think, I think that wraps back to what we were saying before about like that thing that whatever it is that has enough, there's enough attractiveness about it that you keep pushing through the fact that that bucket Mm -hmm. keeps being added to, right? Because like you would call it grit if it was like a work related thing, like just the, the ability to keep moving forward in the face of adversity or failure or whatever, the stick with itness of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they're like, I'm, this is the fascinating thing to me is like one, the, what drew you to stick with it when normally you're the kind of person that like, Oh, I'm going to make an electric skateboard or I'm going to do this thing. Or I'm going to do that. Right. Like yeah. there's all these things to do, but then also what it takes to push. There's something there. Maybe it's the same thing that allows you to stick through that bucket filling up and keep getting better and better. Cause I think a lot of people do look at all the broken pieces and like, I'm never going to get this right. Sure. You know? And so many people are lost to that because mm-hmm. maybe it's that same thing missing that doesn't draw you through the 10,000 hours. Right. Yeah. I don't know. seems like a good topic for the night. Yeah. No, it, it, it is. And you know, I, I read, um, you know, Malcolm Gladwell's book, um, Outliers, not too, too long ago. That's a great book. Oh, dude. It's where the myth of 10,000 hours came from. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole 10,000 hours and it's, and it is, and I think, um, I I think that, you know, there's big highs and big lows in, I I guess, you know, in any small business and especially when you're making something like this and, and, and there, there's been me throwing, you know, throwing things across the room and, but, but when, when you do finally, you know, I think, I think the, the final product is, gives you such a sense of pride. And, and I think, I think that's part of what keeps me coming back too is that when you, when you make something from nothing and, and you're, you're really happy and proud of yourself, you know, like, that's, that's a good feeling, Mm -hmm. you know? We were talking about that the other day with like, was it with Jake? That like, cre- like nothing feels like making something. Yeah, it is. Nothing it's, has the same feeling as creating huh. a thing. Yeah, and, especially especially a, a thing that someone else will pay you money for. To yep. you know, that's, well, that's probably a better feeling. But Aaron and I don't know that one. So <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> no, it's just validity. You know, it's, <laughs> right. it's, it's, there's it's, sort of a built-in <clears throat> inspiration, also. Sure. Someone wants to pay for this. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna make it. Yeah. Uh, it definitely uh-huh. validation for sure. You know, mm-hmm. and we've talked about that before. Like, there's a difference between your mom saying like, "Oh, that's cute," and then uh-huh. someone actually being willing <laughs> right. to spend money on the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, you know, listening to this conversation, that idea of like, it's okay to try a bunch of things. It's okay to not like a lot of those things. But I think as you keep 
trying some of these elements. We talked about this kind of around even doing the podcast of like, because you played drums and you have this, like a love of music and listening to music and playing live music, you bring a desire for good in ear monitors to the table already. And then you like to tinker and you kind of merge those two worlds and you find yeah. this thing where like there's a synergy there. And we had that conversation around like, you know, we know a little bit about recording sound and mm -hmm. we talk to people in our day jobs for a living and, you know, right. Like, yeah, yeah. We've tinkered a lot. We like creating stuff. We like learning stuff and all those things coming together. And one day you find this thing where it's like, oh, we can, I guess we could do this show and then mm -hmm. there's enough here for us to keep showing up and keep doing it. Right. You know, yeah, like, I, no, that, that's, but there's a million things we tried in the process that <laughs> we have not, you know, yeah. like, oh, we're going to do a YouTube channel or we're going to yeah. like, like whatever <laughs> we're going to play in a band, mm -hmm. all the things that kind of went to the wayside, but those maybe you don't count those as losses or things that you've given up so much as like stepping stones training. and mm -hmm. training, yeah. you know, they're the experiences that allow you to do a future thing that do it afraid that yep. we talk about a lot. Yep. Like just keep trying mm -hmm. and be willing to be afraid about it, mm -hmm. tearing it apart. Um, what have you used? Have you used what you're doing with the inner monitors fashioned it for something else in your life or are you using any of that technology for something other He's than 42 monitors soon i'm gonna be hitting you up because <laughs> hopefully i can hear this answer then because <laughs> i'm not 42 you're mid to late double 20s yeah <laughs> funny um i i pretty much live i live at every waking hour i have one in one of i have a little bluetooth version where mm -hmm. one is in one of my ears that's pretty much all all hours of the day i'm constantly listening to podcasts and things like that um and i think it's what a lot of people don't realize too that i mean even though these were kind of designed and built for musicians or audio engineers or you know studio guys they're they're really just they're they're good sounding headphones that are just good to listen to, to mm -hmm. you know i mean so you don't have to be a musician or or right. a, a sound guy to to, to appreciate the uh, in your monitors, but um, now to answer your question, I, I have I've had a few requests for um, for uh, I've made a few for guys that are like competitive shooters and, and mm -hmm. hunters that want a, a sound canceling uh, version, and I've made a couple that were that work. I, I, there's still some tinkering to to go there there a lot a lot more goes on you're now you're talking about actual microphone and a battery and hmm. and more circuitry but um that's that's something that that there's only a few guys out there that are doing that a, a fully customized um noise canceling yeah yeah and but to your point even the normal ones block out a lot of sound right Oh, totally. Which would yeah. Be good for airplane flights or laying in your bedroom and listening to music like you were 12. Precisely. Mm -hmm. Closing your eyes. Precisely. How do you feel about the state of normal speakers right now? Honestly, I don't I don't really pay much attention. I I, I think I'm so uh I, I'm so immersed in portable audio, I guess, that I really, you know, that's a whole nother beast. Well, that, I just mean in the sense of like, I think everybody's immersed in portable audio. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah. so like listening to something at home, 
you know, I have a record player, but what do I run it through? Yeah. Like a Bluetooth can basically that like sounds Mm -hmm. okay. You know, we went from this era in the eighties and nineties where like huge speakers with great sound, right? Like this high fidelity idea. And I don't feel, I feel like there's, we're kind of ripe for that to come. I mean, music's so integral in what we do. Yeah. It's weird to me that that outside of Sonos and maybe a couple other, like I actually invested in like getting a Sonos system upstairs just because I wanted, and it's crazy how much having stereo sound Uh around you back in like a big room, Mm -hmm. how much I forgot. Like what yeah. a good stereo system actually sounds like. Cause it's been 20 years. Sure, you know, sure. since I Isn't heard that funny? One. Yeah. It's I'm, crazy. I'm the same way. You know, I just so busy and, and you anymore I've got to make, I have to, I have to make time to sit down and listen to music or, or anything, you know, and I find myself just, you know, listening, you know, listening to, to something, just as as background because I'm I'm doing something else and but yeah to 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 go back and um and kind of sit down and not and not think about anything listen to some good music on a nice system I don't know that's that's a <laughs> I've done it a couple times over the last couple of months yeah and it really is, like purposely yep. listen to an album it's one of those end. yeah it's one of those things you really after you're you're like why didn't I. Why haven't I? Why not do this more? I feel like I should do it once. I mean, for an average album, it's what forty-eight minutes, sure, probably yeah. somewhere in there. Like you can cut out an hour in the course of a month and listen to a record beginning to end, and it's totally like part of me when I go into, it, I'm like, this is kind of a waste of time. Yeah, That's right. I yeah, doing. I feel guilty. Like, I should. I be could technically cleaning. listen, and well, no, I've never thought that, but right. I, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it could be like watching Chuck or something. But yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. Big Bang Theory. No. Nope. Um, <laughs> but you can listen to music and like do other stuff. You know, sure. be in the shop or whatever. But yeah. those times, I've done it twice, and both times have been super grateful for it. Like just mm-hmm. yeah, where my mind kind of wandered. Like I think giving your mind the chance to kind of unplug, kind of yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, super helpful. Actually, I will like, say the last couple times in the last couple of weeks, I've hooked up my phone to my stereo but like i've got the mm-hmm. 5.1 the 7 everything sure which isn't the same as having the old pioneer 15s and the right yeah. and the cabinets you know with a couple other speakers but doing that and like doing dishes laundry whatever mm-hmm. just with it carrying through the house you know i've got a little bose like what is it like a sound wave speaker that sounds yeah, great yeah. but yeah. The, you know, the stereo, the home stereo, and everyone's like, why do you call it stereo? That's not a term that a lot of people use anymore. Right. Unless you're, I guess my age, your age, whomever. Um, but like having that because of the the sounds that do carry through the house, like we we're talking about the low end, you know, mm-hmm. kind of coming through. You can hear it through the wall in the other room, you know, if it's turned up loud enough, you know, it sounds good and everything like that. Sure. If there is something to it. Also, you are unplugged, even though you're playing whatever, you're not staring at your phone, yes. you know, and you are more in the moment and I think more apt or prone to hopefully have something that sort of strikes and brings up a memory or you make a memory mm. on something you're doing mm-hmm. in that particular time and moment that you're in, which is also something I think we don't do enough of. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I, I don't, I don't really sound. meditate, but I think that's as <clears throat> I would, I would imagine similar like zoning yeah, out. I, I would, of. I would imagine you're getting similar benefits 
you know. Yeah. At least that's what I'm going to say. I yep. think you just kind of, yeah, you just let your, you just relax. Ultimately, yeah. right? Like just laying on the ground and staring at the ceiling and just listening to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's good. <sighs> Getting us to, okay, let's guys, go, we'll just go, have a, go, yeah, we'll go. just lay down. And just listen <laughs> to the Sonos, yeah. Let's try the Sonos out see what it does. No, but I, I mean, in, it's great because we can all be in the, you know, we can all be on an airplane and we can all be listening to a movie or, or listening to music and doing our own thing. And I think like that there, there's a convenience and kind of, it's nice to be able to everybody be in a car and listen to their own thing. But you do sort of, it's that same thing as like Netflix where you've kind of lost that water cooler, right? Not mm, everybody's talking yeah. about the same record. You're not coming into work and like, man, do you check out the new Chili Peppers record? It's so amazing. You know, and everybody's mm-hmm. talking about the same thing. Like you've lost, um, that was a couple records ago. <laughs> California. Yeah. I was, I was referring case. specifically to Californication in that moment in my head, <laughs> just so everybody knows. Yeah. Um, I'll think of something better later and insert it. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I don't know. Like it's just, we've gotten really good at creating isolation booths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. There are times that the kids are in the car and they don't always have headphones in. And they're like, can mm-hmm. I play something through the radio? It's like, well, okay. You know, pick something. So everyone has to enjoy it, basically. But yeah. sometimes it's great and sometimes it's, it's not. But I mean, it I. is <laughs> one of those, like, you're driving with your parent or friend or whatever and it's listening to the music. I remember when Wayne's World came out, right? Yeah. And this was forever ago. I wasn't old enough to drive at the time. But later on... I bought the uh, bought the CD of the like the soundtrack. Oh, I remember right? that. Yeah, and so they had a Red Hot Chili Pepper song in there called uh-huh. Sicamaca Nico, right? Uh-huh. And that was it was pretty pretty fast paced, like all downstrokes type stuff. Me and a friend were listening to that driving, you know, and I could tell you where we were driving on the highway, what we were driving. And the looks that the people gave us driving by. So I mean, audio were good. It wasn't great in the car, but having sure. you know something like that is always always great. At the last like two or three days, I've just let Adia pick music. We roll down the windows and open the sunroof, and literally have just driven around. Like we drove down around the south side of Fayetteville. I discovered stuff I didn't know existed. There's like a theater group down there that does shows on mm-hmm. Sunday mornings really? at like nine. Yeah, like just random stuff. <laughs> just like bizarre yeah like a garden area like these really cool houses but we were just driving around it's it felt super high school right the windows oh, rolled yeah. down we're yeah. blasting billy eilish i think at the time whatever like <laughs> of course Billie and just eilish. driving but letting her pick so it's something that she's actually into and enjoying sure. and singing mm-hmm. along to it's kind of forcing me to listen to stuff that i might not be listening oh, to yeah. naturally which i think yep. is important you know yeah. and uh i think it's important that they also listen to some stuff I listen. I to. definitely force it on my kids. It's got to be both. It's <laughs> yeah. got to be both ways. They you wouldn't they have, have your music without mine. So, <laughs> I, I definitely force feed my my kids are gonna understand what good music is. I don't care what it takes. There you go. I'm 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 serious. But I think good music <laughs> is still coming. I think good music is still being created, and yeah. I I know it's easy for us to kind of sit down and be like. I mean, my favorite era is obviously the 90s and it's pop punk. And like that will always be great to me. You know, like I think the 90s is this wonderful period of time in music. But I know that my dad would not agree with that statement. And so I'm trying very hard to stay open to. Oh, man, I am too. I am too. It's tricky. What's happening. Yeah. 
but it's harder with my son than it is my daughter because my daughter probably listens to more nineties music than I did in the nineties. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of the same. It's a pretty wide variety. She's 18. So it's Mm. like, she loves Eddie Vedder and Pearl jam. And there's a lot of new stuff that she loves too, you know, but it's just like, I can't remember the name of this song and she's like, you know, says it. And I'm just like, wow, that's, that's well, cool. ADA, Good job. ADA very much yeah. listens to like modern stuff, mm-hmm. and it can be incredibly repetitive, and mm-hmm. it's very mm-hmm. loop based, right? A lot of it is very kind of like, yeah, just electronic, I guess. And so I keep trying to think back to like what the which I was growing up, so I didn't, I wasn't aware of this, but knowing music history or what I do of it, that the '80s introduces this kind of like very electronic computer. Mm-hmm. built approach to music and people at the time were really bothered by the fact that you could just sit at a machine and press some <laughs> oh, buttons and make yeah, drums happen, yeah, you know, and man. there was a real pushback <laughs> against it. But when you look back at the eighties, like, yeah, there's a lot of cheesy stuff. There's also a lot of great stuff that comes out of the eighties uh-huh. and paves mm-hmm. the way for what I think is a great decade, the nineties, which is a response to that and utilizes a lot of that. And sure. so I think maybe we're kind of in that period again, where we're looking at what can be done digitally we can manufacture with that. And I think we're going to have a good response in the coming decade or so. Yeah. Right. Like where anybody can sit down and make a song really quickly on a computer. Oh, and I mean, yeah. And, and, and good high definition. And, and, I yeah. Mean, it sounds great. It's yeah. got a chorus and a verse and you know, it's catchy and the like soundscape it's, is good. It's just going to be so, I think it's just going to be so much harder to, to weed through, you know, the, the mat. There's just going to be so much, Music, I but think. I Definitely predict, a lot of, yeah, that live music will get better because the people that rise, mm. right? Like the people that really stand out will be the ones that can do it. Sure. They can really perform sure. and get out there. I think like yeah. you see Twenty One Pilots or somebody, yeah. and their live show is just insanely good, yeah, and they are great musicians. It's unbelievable. But I think also the, I can see like an embrace of instruments again against like like mm. pushing against the computer a little bit you know right like yeah, yeah. Um, live instrumentation kind of pushing back so you kind of get that like 90s grunge era kind of coming mm. back out of that really clean computer generated tone i don't know we'll see what happens yeah, yeah i don't know i, I think I, there's I was, a lot more that makes than we think oh yeah i was I, I, I was listening to a podcast recently and they were talking about how maybe it was i guess it was the 80s and they started taking a lot of music programs out of schools and so um, you know, a lot, a lot of these kids, you know, didn't have that outlet of a, of a musical instrument. So, but they had their parents record player at home and, and they started, you know, <laughs> making, you know, and that's literally how, you know, that's there's turntables on sale at guitar center. I really kind of want that. Yeah, I know. I, I would be terrible too. at it, but it'd be so much fun. I know. Right. Yeah. I, I've been, I've been kind of looking at, I feel like I can blend beats. I think I can do well, it. Well, if you just do it by yourself, that may be fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Aaron's like, not a supporter of no, 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 it, w- it would, <laughs> no, it would be cool. the first to like try it. You know, just like <laughs> my son fun. has it. My son has a drum kit. I'm not a drummer. Yeah. But it is so much fun to sit down. You just forget everything that's going on and you just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. And it's like you turn around, someone's watching, you're like, <laughs> never mind. I can't feel very well. <laughs> um, what's your advice to a young tinkerer coming up through the ranks to get started or? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think that's just it. I think. Don't be, uh, you know, don't be afraid to, to, to crack something open and, um, again, maybe get some, 
maybe get your parents' permission before, you know, uh, op- opening up. <laughs> Small the, qualifier. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, just don't be, don't be, don't be afraid of the, the mystical magic box, whatever it is and, and crack it open and, and see what makes it tick and, mm-hmm. you know, make sure it's unplugged too. Oh, that, that helps. <laughs> I've been shocked by a TV even after it was unplugged. Those, those capacitors, uh, those capacitors. Those are yeah. Yeah. yes, um, they can hold some speaking juice. Speaking of the what you were messing with with your with your HVAC was extremely dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> it, it was fine. Yeah. I watched a YouTube video. <laughs> I watched it. a YouTube video. <laughs> I was yeah. grounded. Fortunately, I have some background in electrical stuff, so yeah. it's not as bad. But yeah, no, there's definitely. Oh, I, I will say. Mm-hmm. I, I, yes, be careful because mm-hmm. you can hurt yourself. Yeah. And it definitely, yeah. and we talk about this a lot. If you can find a person who's done it, oh, yeah. totally get that. Like, you know, Aaron was a plumber at one point. And so when there's issues there, I'll call him sometimes still where, cause water to me is the scariest thing that can happen in a house. Cause it can destroy it so fast from the inside. Oh, if you have a leak yeah. or something somewhere, yeah. you know? And so totally. that's something that just like, it freaks me out. But then I'll, I'll wire a shop for like, I'm not worried about <laughs> yeah. electricity at all. Like, but yeah, it's just funny. I'm, same way. Water, water and pipes running through this house. That's, that's some, that's it some dark magic. Death. It's the opposite for me. Really? It's like yeah. electrical. Yeah. He like, calls me God, for the electrical stuff die. and I'm like, no, it's fine. That'll be fine. Yeah. But then I got a forge not too long ago and I oh, literally was standing like, a football field away while they were lighting it. Cause I was like fire and gas. I was like, how close can I get with my phone? Yeah. <laughs> and it all like probably almost burned your eyebrows. But it, I, <laughs> it comes back to that. Like my dad was an electrician. And so oh, I grew up around go. a yeah. thing and I, I, you know, I've been shocked and I know like mm-hmm. what it can take and can't take. Like, no, I don't, I don't love it, but yeah. I also know like, Oh, it's not, depending on the scenario. Right. Right. But you get used to it. And like, and you become a little bit more comfortable. And then I have a friend who is an electrician that when something is uh, outside my scope of knowledge, I'll call him and I'll literally FaceTime and be like, so this is what I did. What do you think? You know, like just get his, his opinion on it because you do have to respect it. It is dangerous. Totally. And that, and that's just, there's just, again, it just goes back to, man, it really does. It goes back to YouTube. There's, you know, do a do a do a little bit of front end research and yep. and there there is a video that shows you exactly what you what you're wanting to do. Maybe start and, small. Yeah, yeah. Fix the outlet that doesn't work before you wire an entire sub panel mm. into your house. Probably a good call. <laughs> well, but there is a definitely a YouTube video for wiring that whole panel. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched one or two. Yeah, but yeah, no. After I, think I that's, did it, I think just to make sure. I think that's the main thing is 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 just you know don't be afraid to uh, don't be afraid to get your hands dirty a little bit and, yeah. and take it apart. Um, take it apart. Crack it open. Crack that. Yeah, because I did open. kind of say like you can't tear an iPhone apart, but you can technically. Oh, I just did it. I mean, I'm yeah. I, I mean, I replaced a screen and tore a ribbon cable, which I had to get. I mean, it requires way. different tools, but it is doable. <laughs> sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, Aaron has a question or more of a statement. A He's going to yeah. start something. Uh-huh. Although you listen to the podcast, so you kind of know what's coming up probably. Yeah. It's been, it's actually been stressing me out a little bit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well don't think about it. I know. Right. We don't. Yeah. Okay. Just, um, Literally, the moment you yeah. start talking, we're like, okay, we're done. We're just wrap it. <laughs> no. Um, so he's going to s- say mm-hmm. the start of a sentence, and you just finish it with whatever comes okay. to mind. Right. There's only wrong answers. There's zero wrong answers. Oh, there's yeah. no wrong answers. <laughs> there's no no stupid questions, just stupid people, right? Oh. 
Is that? I've heard no. some questions asked before that really made me question <laughs> the premise of that. But well, you should hear the answers. There's, I think there's more stupid answers yeah. than stupid questions. That's probably yeah. fair. That yeah. is a yeah. definite. I've heard there's some stupid, stupid right. answers yeah. than stupid right. questions. I think that should be a new That's thing. our t-shirt. There it is. This week's edition here. Anyway. That's All my right. favorite <laughs> I, but it's totally true. It's yeah. the internet. You go to go to go to you know any big box store and ask a professional, and I say an employee. That's not always the case, but yeah. like, you know what I mean. I've heard stuff mm-hmm. when I was plumbing and I had to go back. This is totally way off. I've had to stop the customer that was walking out because I was there on a Saturday and the supply house had already closed, and I said, "Don't do it that way. This is what you're going to want. This is what you're going to want to do. You know, because it was way yeah. off. So." You know, I was like that You're angel that, guy, that huh? was sent in. Right. Yeah. I was like, this is, nope. Oh, I had a person describe to me the other day the moisture-wicking properties of cotton clothes. Okay. For what purpose? Anyway. <laughs> as a person who sells outdoor gear and as a person who sells clothing. Oh, that's depressing. Um, and I tried to kind of quickly explain, but the person was older than me, decently yeah. so, and therefore in their heads 100% right, even though this is what I've done for a living for a quarter century. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? There's sure. one thing yes. cotton, cotton does. Cotton is the wonder-wicking material wow. of the world. That's, that's when you just say, I had no idea. <laughs> I my whole life is a lie. I just oh walked gosh, away. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Wow. Sorry to anybody yeah. that believes cotton is a wicking fabric. Anyway. It's, it's not, people. <laughs> what? Anyway. Yeah, that's why all that outdoor so clothing So cotton wicks is, aren't wicking. Is there such a thing as a cotton wick? Yeah, and candles probably. There you yeah, go. wicks. Yeah, there you go. They wick the moisture right out of that wax, right, <laughs> right out of the lantern. Full mm-hmm. circle. It's Kerosene, though. See Not how we water. make that work? Dang it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'm talking about lamps, lanterns. All right. I wish I could. A B16 again. Mm, that's, that's a first. A first. Yeah, definite first. Yep. Most you can just ride around in the car with me with the windows down. The there you go, man. Yep. Let's go take the top like, off the Jeep. They'll be yeah. like, this is Daniel, who's that 16 year old with Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> you do look incredibly youthful. I'll give you that. That's a. Oh, man. I kind of want to do that now. 16. Wow. Thanks for coming over and hanging out. Mm-hmm. Dude, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. yeah. It's been really, really cool. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Hill.